It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. The sports analyst that covers it all brings it all every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Sometimes they go into overtime. You don't want to miss these two former college football athletes, the Who Dat and Niner Gang, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Bang Bang Niner Gang. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is Wednesday, 7 p.m. So that means you are tuned in to Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, as we do every week, we come with you uh, with a great topic, a great lineup uh, this evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk NFL. NFL is one week away from opening kickoff, uh, start the regular season. College football starts this week as well. Um, We're going to talk Jonathan Taylor. The man of the trade looks like um, you know he's on the move. Uh, also, Trey Lance at the 49ers. Some big news out of that camp. Definitely want to talk about them. Talk about the NFL. Want to talk some James Harden as well. He was fined $100,000 for his remarks uh, regarding Morney. Uh, Maury, excuse me, and I uh, also want to talk, uh, Steph Curry has deemed himself <laughs> the greatest point guard of all time. So we definitely want to dial into that uh, for sure. Of course, we got our one-ticket segment, our inbounds or out-of-bounds segment, and, of course, E. Scott's entertainment segment at the end of the show. So with that being said, let's bring in Mr. E. Scott. Mr. E. Scott, how are you doing this evening, my brother? It's late in the day, and I ain't been on the court yet. Hustle to the mall to get me a short set. Yeah, I got on sneaks, but I need a new pair because basketball court in the summer got girls there. <laughs> so much, so much, so much time. My man, always sliding in smoother than ice, man. Good stuff, brother. Good stuff. Yeah, e, so we, we, we have some good topics here, man. Some 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 late breaking news, if you will, with the uh the whole situation, the quarterback situation, uh with the forty ers We'll dive into that. That just broke about, you know, a couple or a few hours ago. Um I've been dialed in, I've been tuned into their, their local radio stations and everything to see what was going on there. But um I first want to start with uh with Jonathan Taylor, E. And the uh you know, we, we knew at first that uh Jonathan Taylor and um and Ursay, the owner there of the uh, uh, of the Colts, uh, you know they had a little, they had some beef there. Um, he left camp, meaning Jonathan Taylor, but then he came back. It looks like everything was squashed for the most part. He looks like they, they looked like they kissed and made up. Then he left again for personal reasons. Now when he comes back, you know he's demanding a trade. So with that being said, E, what say you about this? It's, it's evident that he's going to be out. He's going to be elsewhere. I don't. We don't see. I don't think anyone who knows football, who follows football, believes that he will be a Colt. You know, before uh, before week one. Um, but what say you about that? And who are the suitors? And you know, what's the best fit for 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 Jonathan Taylor for uh, for this season? Well, b- before we get there, I'm going to mm-hmm. say your first question is like, what's the situation there? I got one word. Leverage. 
I particularly don't think Jonathan Taylor has any leverage because Ursa came straight up and told you, hey, we're not trading you. So, I mean, you can be mad. I mean, I mean, you can be mad. You can sit over in the corner and be mad. You can pout. You can do whatever it is you're going to do. I mean, it's similar to the um, James Horn, Daryl Morey situation. Mm-hmm. But um, in this particular case, Ursa not lying to Taylor like Horn said Morey lied to him. Ursa right. simply saying, Hey, dog, we got this contract. He holding up a piece of paper saying, we got this contract. And as long as we got that, you don't have to be happy. You're going to play here for this amount. I mean, it is right. what it is. And I'm not an earth sick guy, but I right. do. And, and and I'm also brothers getting their money. But I got to respect or say for, for yeah. that move, dog. He said, we're not going to drag this out in the media. We're not going to go back and forth. We're not trading you. But then again, mm-hmm. see, on the flip side of that, Football is one of those sports where, hey, man, my back hurt. You going to tell me it don't? But the right. doctor said exactly. the doctor, mm-hmm. the doctor said you cleared the play. I don't <laughs> care what the doctor say. I'm quiet letter. You got to trade me to Toronto because <laughs> I ain't coming out here and I ain't playing. So you're in like a catch-22. So to your second point, does Ursa come back to Indy? Absolutely not. You're absolutely right when you said he's going to – one way or another um, – Ursa's going to have to bend the knee. I mean, because you either going to have to pay this guy, you can put him on the pub list, you can put him on uh, mm-hmm. the, if we quote baseball, you can put him on the 15-day DL, whatever <laughs> it is you got. If right. he said he ain't going to play, he's not going to play. I mean, you can find him, but if he if he got to sit out for medical reasons, then you're going to have to pay him, even though it's you, you're not paying him, the insurance is paying him, but it's still going to get the cap. The whole thing, K-Walk, is a mess, but you're absolutely right. I don't see him being in Indy, but I do see whatever team he goes to, it's a miracle. I'm yeah. healed. I can walk. <laughs> he about to wheelchair, and he did. Because you know, yeah. So, but as far as the landing spot, I, I don't really know because it seems like all 32 teams are following suit with the running back position. Nobody yeah. wants to pay a running back or court a running back or whatever, whatever. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott got this nonsense contract. Um, Cook, like the only two people I can think that really getting their money, I'm sure it's more, but the only two I can think of, Christian McCaffrey is getting his money, and mm-hmm. and um 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 what's the Alabama one? Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry yeah, getting okay. their money. Then move on. The only two, I mean, I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure there's more, but those are the two I can really think of who are just really getting their money. So as far as the landing spot, I don't have one, but he will land somewhere because he's a, a talent, a great talent. Yeah, for sure. He, and, and we we talked about this, you know, when the whole situation when Saquon Barkley was you know asking for his money and Josh Jacobs was asking for his money, uh, things of that nature. We were talking about how the running Austin back Eckler. position is the yeah, Austin yeah. Eckler as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, but um, we were talking about how uh, the the running back position is becoming of uh, is becoming devalued, uh, if you will. You know that we, we we talked about at nauseum that you know the shelf life of a running back is is not that long. You know you hit 28. I know he's a lot younger than that, but you hit 28, and that's where you you kind of hit your peak. You kind of start your decline there as a running back in the NFL. And if you look a lot, if you look around the league. You know, a lot of these teams are starting to use these these court, these running backs as you know dual weapons, as you know guys that guys that can run the ball, guys that can catch out of the backfield, guys that can do multiple things. You mentioned 
You mentioned Chris McCafferty, prime example of that. And what Kyle Shanahan is doing there with Debo Samuels. Debo Samuels was two years ago, he was labeled as a wide back. Because he was doing a lot of things that, you know, quarterback, I mean, that running backs, some running backs, most running backs, I should say, aren't doing in the league. But Jonathan Taylor, like you mentioned, you know, it is a talent. You know, he is a pure running back. I think he's one of the fewest pure running backs in the league right now that you can put true value on. And for Ursay to say, listen, you know, go ahead and, and, and you know, seek, a, seek a, a trade, you know, look for a trade shooter. I still don't know how that works, though. I don't know how how that works, you know, how Jonathan Taylor could just go out there and say, hey, uh, Chicago, I want to come here. Work out a deal. I mean, is that how it works? I just don't understand. <laughs> that's, you know? that's reverse reverse tampering. <laughs> right? How does that work? <laughs> does it, 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 you miss me with that. I mean, I just really don't know how that works. But nonetheless, I mean, there are going to be suitors. We, it, it's, it's big news. It's major lose, news um, in the NFL. And um, teams have and, – and, and the Colts have fielded teams. I think six teams uh, have contacted the Colts in regards to um, possibly – acquiring um, Jonathan Taylor. What Ursay is asking for, if he's truly going to trade him, like you mentioned, E, he said, we're not trading you. But, you know, some some guys are picking up the phone, calling him, and like, listen, what do you want for Jonathan Taylor? He'll, you know, Ursay will probably give some random number and think it's, it well, thinks like no one's going to bite on that. Go ahead, E. Here's the thing on that, because I was looking at this earlier today. So mm-hmm. Ursay is saying we're not going to pay you as 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 a as a priority as a, as a, as a number 1 if you will mm-hmm. however he's asking for a number 1 for him how does that work so you on my team i don't feel you are number 1 cuz i won't pay you like a number 1 right but if i trade you i'm going to need to get a number 1 for you yeah that 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 man yeah. same matching came off yeah, you're right, and maybe he wants. Yeah, maybe he wants to use that number one as you know for another. Maybe he feels like there's more value in another position for that particular number one that he's asking for. But it seems like the the running backs more and more are being disrespected. He, and Jonathan Taylor is up there. He's leading the league in the in rushing. If you ask any fantasy football players, and I'm not sure if you're one, and I don't I don't believe you are. But if you ask no, any fantasy football, but I, I know the right. game. Yeah, if you if you follow that, I mean, you know, he's probably you know the probably the second, maybe third running back, probably the second running back to go off of the board after Christian McCaffrey, um, because he is a valuable guy. He is one of the lone, lone running backs left, or one of the lone running backs left that can truly tote the rock. And in this situation, I know if I'm Anthony Richardson, <laughs> the, the uh, rookie quarterback out of Florida, he's saying, oh, my God, what is going on here? Because of the fact of the matter is we all know that the best friend of a quarterback is a running game. And for you to lose a guy like that, not just a running game, but a, a quality running back like that, Anthony Richardson has to be you know, scratching his head and say, what, saying, what type of season are we going to have here without this guy? And it just looks like he's, there, he's just not going to be there. But, E, I, I jotted down a couple of teams, man, here when, when they mentioned that he's going to be traded or possibly be traded. 
I'm, I'm looking around the league and, you know, who would need a running back or who can benefit from our job. I don't know too many teams that won't, but these are the teams that I mentioned. You give me your thoughts and opinions on, on these particular teams, and I'll give you their starting running backs and then backups as well, and you give me your thoughts on this. I, I, I put the Miami Dolphins at, at the top of this list. I think that, you know, with a running game for Tua, that will alleviate a lot, even though they do have Raheem Moster and Jeff Wilson Jr., who are formerly um, 49er quarter running backs, um, who played with uh, the current coach at, uh, with the Dolphins and Mike uh, McDaniel. But the Dolphins, what, what say you about the Dolphins, him landing there? That, that would be a good spot for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the only thing, I think the Dolphins have three of the fastest dudes in the league yeah. today. Yeah. So yeah. they're telling you, without telling you, we throwing the ball. I mean, because we got all this speed over here. Our running game is Tyreek Hill in the flats, or Sammy mm-hmm. Waddle in the flats. Waddle, gentlemen. That's mm-hmm. our that, that 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 yeah. That's our running game right there. So I think Raheem Morris is going to be serviceable for what they have. I mean, a Jonathan Taylor doesn't hurt them, but I don't know if he necessarily helps them, given what okay. it looks like they want to do. So I, I don't think okay. that's ideal for him. I mean, I think that's kind of why they shied away from Dalvin Cook because we okay. thought it was a done deal. Dalvin Cook to Miami, yeah. like, hey, hold up. We throwing the rock. If we can keep two upright, we throwing the rock. So, yeah, I, I don't think Miami is ideal. Okay, that's a great point there. That's a great point because Raheem Mostert is a fast dude. He's one of the fastest dudes in the league, you know. Not yeah. just that for running back, not a running back, but that's player overall. So that's a great point there. Uh, another team I, I went with, you know, I went with the, 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 the AFC East. I stayed in the AFC East, and I went with the Bills. Uh, right now, currently, the Bills have James Cook and um, Damian Harris and Latavius Murray. As they're as they're running backs in that order and, and that, on their depth chart, that's how they're listed. Um, the Bills, Jonathan Taylor to the Bills. I uh, would say you about that that combination. That that that's a much better fit for him because you got mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs over there who's not mm-hmm. happy because he doesn't yeah. think Josh Allen spreads the rock around. Josh Allen wants to be the hero and run the ball. And if you yeah. don't see over there, the last thing you want is your quarterback running as much as Josh Allen does. So if you're going to be a running football team and not, you know, throwing the ball as much, yeah, you do need a solid number one running back. Jonathan Taylor could slide right into your offense and instantly make you better. Yeah, good. I'd say yeah. thumbs up. Good fit for the Bills. Yeah, I, I like that one too. I, I do. I, I'm looking around this, and I'm just thinking about you know, James Cook, you know, and what, like you mentioned, what Josh Allen likes to do at this point is play that hero ball, man, and that's going to, you know, take some years off of his career and make a lot of receivers that are probably going to argue be one of the best receivers in the league, and Stephon Diggs unhappy because he's not looking for his number one guy. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that will alleviate some, you know, you know, uh, you know, some running from him, you know, take some pressure off from him from that, you know, trying to play that hero ball. All right, last one here e, is I got the Bears, man, the, the Bears, and we see what, you know, um, what Justin Fields is able to do with his legs. We know he can run. Um, what, you also have DJ Moore there, the receiver that they traded from from the Carolina Panthers. So they're starting to look, they actually look pretty good in their, um, you know, in the preseason games. Now their running backs that they have on um, uh, on their depth chart are Khalil Herbert and uh, um, Deontay Freeman. 
uh, as well. But what say you with the, if the addition of uh, Jonathan Taylor to that mix, how would that look? Now, how old is Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan Taylor is still in his rookie contract, so I don't have his okay, exact so yeah, that, age, that, but he's still in his that, rookie contract. So. That, that's fine. So, yeah. <laughs> then, yeah, I would say he's a good fit for over there because – I think the Bears are all in on Justin Fields, which that's what mm-hmm. they should be. I think he's a talent. Right. And so you need to put a team around him. You're going to have to rebuild. Some of that's going to be through the draft. Some of that's going to be through trade. Some of that's going to be through free agency. So the Bears are not are not built to win right now. But if you can get Taylor, if he's still on the rookie contract, you got Fields, you got DJ Moore, you're starting to build a team, you're going to have to work on your defense, your offensive line. If if he's patient, um, being, being Jonathan Taylor, yeah, that's a good fit for him. I think Buffalo's a better fit for him because Buffalo's built to win. Well, maybe not built to win now. It's like a Super Bowl, but they're built to contend right now. I will say that. So Buffalo's built to contend, so that's a better fit for him. Miami's not a good fit at all. And Chicago, yeah. if he's patient and you want to put a squad together, yeah, he's good there too. Yeah, I definitely have to agree with you there, man. And that's why I, I brought up that particular team. I think that would be a, a great, um, a great fit for not just the Bears, but for Justin, uh, Justin Fields as well. Um, you know, to give him that complimentary running back to take some of the, the the pressure off of him running because we know he loves to run because he's great at it. But I think if you can save him from running as much as possible, then I think that would be you know great. And then with the addition of DJ Moore there as well. Um, I think you have to, you know, explore that, see what the, if the Bears, if they one of the six teams that called, uh, that, that called the Colts and see what, um, you know, if he's available uh, for sure and what it would take to obtain him. So I haven't heard the six teams. I just heard there were six teams, but I've been digging into find, trying to find out exactly uh, who those teams are. All right, uh, what we're going to do here, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to grab our first break. When we come back, um, we're going to open up the phones to some callers here, and also we're going to uh, talk about the, um, you know, talk about uh, Trey Lance and, and the situation that went down there. Sam Darnold has been named the backup quarterback for the uh, the San Francisco 49ers, and they are weighing their options, exploring their options, I should say, as far as Trey Lance. And Trey Lance did not show up for practice, so we'll definitely dive into that uh, for sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, again, you are tuning in to Sports Talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, this is Jaquan J. Kelly, a.k.a. Jamel Reef, master killer of Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu. You're listening to Sports Talk with K. Walk and E. Scott. They're taking a quick break, and they'll be right back. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. Take your football game to the next level with the National Youth Football League. The National Youth Football League is powered by former NFL players and great coaches across the United States. They provide student-athletes with opportunities to play football year-round. Spring leagues in the greater Triangle area are now forming for ages 5 to 18. To pre-register, log on to NationalYouthFootballLeague.com. That's NationalYouthFootballLeague.com. 
Welcome back. Welcome back. Sports Talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, uh, before the break we were talking uh, Jonathan Taylor and uh, some possible landing spots, uh, you know, for, for him. We mentioned Chicago, Miami, and, uh, and uh, Buffalo as well. Uh, so we uh, gave our thoughts and opinions on those teams. Listen, if you, if you think there's another team out there, call us in here, man, and, uh, and, and, and give you your thoughts and opinions for sure, 347. 637-3286. Uh, give us a call to join the talk if you like. All right, guys. I um, want to stay on the uh, NFL talk, and I uh, want to talk uh, San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, my San Francisco 49ers made some news today. Hopefully it was some positive news. Depending on how you want to look at it, it is positive news uh, if a 49er fan. But we were hoping Nick Bosa would be uh, would be signed by now. Um, that's probably, uh, you know, going to be uh, set to the side as, as we get through this Trey Lance situation, and uh, if you're just tuning in, if you haven't heard, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the 49ers have named Sam Darnold as the backup quarterback uh, behind Brock Purdy. So that means that Trey Lance is the third-string quarterback, but it doesn't look like he's going to be the third-string quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers because they are exploring their options with him, and he did not show up on uh, when they uh, took the field for practice. Trey Lance was a no-show. So that leads us to believe that the 49ers are looking to trade him. And, E, you know, um, I think it's the right time to do it, E, because if you looked at his game, his last game against the Denver Broncos, um, if you didn't see it, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, check out the highlights there. I mean, he finished the game 12 for 18, 173 yards, a touchdown. He did have an interception, but the interception is kind of questionable. You know, we were saying if it was caught or not, but nonetheless, um, it, it was an interception nonetheless. So um, I think what the 49ers are doing right now is, and listen, uh, he led a great uh, game-winning drive in that game, um, you know, against the Broncos. He did an excellent job of, of putting the ball, reading uh, reading the defense, going for, to hit through his progressions, you know, looking right, left, going right, and vice versa. And I think they feel like, you know, his 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 markers are probably going to be as high as it possibly could be at this point. So I figured they figured, hey, let's go see what we can get from him. We know he gave up a lot for him, gave up, uh, you know, two first-round picks and a third-round pick. Um, but, E, what, what say you about this? Um, do you agree with this move by, uh, by the 49ers and having Sam Darnold as the backup, or do you think Trey Lance should have been that guy? No, I think it's I think it's a good move from certain aspects. I mean, it's not a good move as far as Sam Donald being the backup because we've seen his move his movies. He's terrible. But I do think it's a good move because okay, Purdy is clearly your starter as well. He should be. And you gave up a lot to get Sam Donald. Now is the time to capitalize on that and get some of this back. I mean, this. I mean, you don't want him to sit on the bench and then try to move him in the off season, or you know, you don't want to keep him around to hold the clipboard based on, you know, his value. I think his value yeah. is 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 at its height right now. I mean, yeah, he could get better, but he's going to have to play in order to get better. As for as yeah. for not being able to play. Right now is the exact time to recoup some of what you gave up to get him. I mean, and there's no indictment on him because yeah. the only, only thing we saw from him was that monsoon he played in Chicago where, you yeah, know, it, it, and he got hurt. So, you know, I don't think this is an indictment on him. And then we saw Brock Purdy's movies, 
and and they were good. I mean, yeah. you know, like hey, yeah. we did this. Is my dude, right here. I can't be mm-hmm. mad at Cal for that. And plus, like like Mister Irrelevant, the where where they picked him at, he's yeah. on a rookie deal. You you golden right there. So yeah, it, it yeah. makes football sense to shop Trey Lance and get as much back as you can for him. I agree with the move altogether. Now, I would still be looking for me another clipboard holder because, again, that's <laughs> Sam Donald. That's Sam Donald is awful. <laughs> yeah, I'll give my rebuttal on, on that for sure, E. But I know, Drew, I know you're holding on there, brother. We're going to get you in right after this. Um, so, hang tight. Appreciate you calling in. But, yeah, as far as Sam Donald, a lot of people are saying, yeah, Sam Donald is horrible. We've seen him with the Jets. We've seen him with the Panthers. Um, and he's, I think his record, I think he's like almost 20 games below 500, um, his winning record. But if you look at, you know, yeah, you look at his resume, you look at his stats, you know, we, we get it. You know, uh, women lie, men lie, but numbers don't lie. And the numbers tell you what, who Sam Donald who's, is supposed to be. Who's, who he's supposed to be. But if you put him in a situation, you put him with, with a Kyle Shanahan, a Kyle Shanahan's offense is the most quarterback-friendly offense that you're going to find in the NFL. And if you mess it up in Kyle Shanahan's offense, you just, offense, you're just not meant to be in the NFL. And I think Sam Darnold has the, you know, he has the experience. We're not asking, you know, um, if, if Brock Purdy goes down, knock on wood, God forbid, I think, you know, I'll have to be on suicide watch if that happens again this year, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, for sure. But if, if he does go down, um, you know, Sam Darnold is a lot better than, than, you know, than Josh Johnson there that we had last year in the NFC Championship when, um, you know, when uh, Brock Purdy went down. But I, I think he's serviceable, and I think you don't ask – Kyle Shanahan's offense doesn't ask the quarterback to be a, a Josh Allen, to be a Patrick Mahomes, you know, uh, to be a Lamar Jackson. It just asks you don't mess it up. You know, we're not asking you to win the game. We're just asking you not to lose the game. That's what, and, and I think that Sam Darnold can do that. Sam Darnold's not a – he's not an elite quarterback by any stretch of the imagination. We've seen that, with, again, with New York and with the Panthers. So I think it's a good move, and I think if you can get anything back from for, for Trey Lance at this point, and you can salvage some of that because a lot of people are saying it's probably the one, one of the worst trades, um, you know, in the history of the, of the NFL, definitely the worst, worst trades right now um, as far as in, in, in uh, the 49ers history uh, for sure. But uh, let's bring in uh, uh, Mr. Drew here, man. Let's open up his mic here and get his thoughts and opinions on that. Uh, first and foremost, Drew, thank you so much uh, for joining us, brother, and how are you doing this evening? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you all? Uncle Drew. Doing well, brother. <laughs> hey, one, 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 one question before you get started, Uncle Drew. How did you hit him on Saturday? We had our golf tournament on Saturday, K-Walk. How okay, did you hit him, okay. Drew? Uh, I, I hit him pretty well. I hit him pretty well. You know, I played with uh, 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 your back and his two sons, and uh, we had a great time. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, I was okay. K-Walk, I rode around on the golf court with the official photographer, and I was responsible okay. for video and pictures. I, it was too hot for me to be out there swinging a club, <laughs> and I drank a I drank a gallon of water on the cart. But yeah, um, we we had a we had a real good time. I mean, like okay. a, a really 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 good time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Any course record set? Anybody shooting 61, 62? Uh, no, no, it, it, it was a scramble. So, uh, uh, but there, there, there were some uh, uh, competitive rounds out there, that's for sure. 
Nice, nice. Good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah, Drew. So I know you've been holding on for a minute. Again, we do appreciate you you calling in and holding. Um, just give us your your, your thoughts and opinions on you know the, the whole Forty Nine er situation there. And if you want to, you know, double back a little bit, we did talk about Jason. I mean, excuse me, Jonathan Taylor uh, earlier as well. But your, your thoughts on the situation? Yeah, on the Forty Nine er situation, I, I think the it's too early to determine on on. Um, uh, well, I, I think. Um, on Trey Lance, I think it's a little early because he really hasn't had that many snaps. He didn't have that many snaps in college. You know, you look at the Colts are all in on Richardson after one season at Florida. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I think that could be a risky pick as well. So, but as far as Trey Lance goes, you know, if they made a decision to go with uh, with, with with Darnold. Yikes. Um, go ahead and let him go. And, and I think, you know, I, I heard earlier today that, you know, like the the Bears would be a good fit for him, the backup uh, Justin mm-hmm. Fields, because they're the yeah. same type quarterback. So I think if he can get into the right system behind, a, uh, maybe behind another quarterback with the same skill set, I think that would be a good place for him to land. And I, I think the Bears would be, you know, uh, probably top of mind, one of the best places that he could go. Yeah, I mean that that's a great point there. They're both in the same draft class. So that would that would be uh that would be interesting to, to see that. And and I was gonna go there with uh, with E as well as far as um you know, what are some other landing suits that you can see? Because I went down the list, and, and, you know, all 32 teams or all, you know, 31, 31 other teams um, in the league, and, and, you know, some of those, some of the teams that, you know, possibly uh, he could be with to, to back up. Because I don't see him starting for anyone in the league um, as of right now. But, E, what say you, you know, about, you know, his you know possible – you know, landing spots. Chicago was actually, it's funny you say that, Drew, because Chicago was one of the teams that I thought of um, in backing up uh, Justin Fields. Uh, I think another one was I had, uh, I think it was the Lions I had after uh, um, after uh, Jared Goff and um, your favorite team, uh, E, Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> after <laughs> after, uh, after hey, Ritter. You know, but, uh, you know, <laughs> so you, you know, Uncle Drew went to school in Atlanta. He's a Morehouse man. Okay. But I, I, I digress. Now, <laughs> I was looking at Trey Lance a little differently. I think he okay. should be a starter somewhere, or he should get okay. the opportunity to start. Now, granted, by this point in the season, most all the teams got their guys. So he's not, mm-hmm. I mean, but I'm saying, like, he could go somewhere, be a backup for a year, and then camp next year compete for a starting job. My first team that came to mind was Tampa. Now, I know Tampa has Kyle Trash over there, but if Kyle Trash couldn't beat out Baker Mayfield, another guy whose movies we've seen that are not that good, they're not horrible, but they're not good movies. But if Kyle Trash couldn't beat out Baker Mayfield, then that job Mm -hmm. is right for the picking. So I think that would be a good slot for him because, again, like um, Drew just said, um, we're, we're he really hadn't had a fair shake given the fact yeah. that he only played, you know, a little bit in college and then he only got to play he only got to play I mean a little bit in college and then he only got yeah. to um you know, play that one game in in the league when he got hurt. So there's yeah. a lot yet to be seen from him. And I do think next year, probably not this year well not definitely not this year, but next year I do think he could be a starter. 
Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with both of you. Both of you there. Now, my thing is with with Trey Lance, man, is like I think he's a product of the Forty Nine ers feeling as though their window of opportunity is closing, and they can't afford to wait out for Trey Lance to develop. I know they thought that they would be he'd be when they when they made that trade. I get it. They made the trade. They traded up to get him. And then they traded two first-round picks and a third-round pick as well to get him because they thought he would be a plug-and-play guy. Thought he really would be that guy. Kyle Shanahan thought it would, you know, he would just be able to get in there and lead this team. And as I stated earlier, you know, it's a it's a quarterback-friendly offense, and you know, we just you just ask the quarterback just to not to mess it up. That's all we ask you to do in that offense. I say we because if you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, the diehard Forty Nine fan, uh, but the Forty Nine ers just ask him, don't mess it up. That's all you have to do. But Trey Lance has fell into a lot of things, man. Where you know, he like you mentioned, he got hurt. You know, he got hurt. Um, he, he was behind the eight ball a little bit, behind the, the curve. I don't want to call it the eight ball, behind the curve. Let me rephrase that. And he just didn't take off as quickly um, as the 49ers uh, thought and hoped. So uh, with that being said, you know, they're looking at it right now. They, they see what Brock Purdy did last year. You know, they felt like, you know, though if he didn't get hurt, they would have been in the Super Bowl and possibly won the Super Bowl. Now, right now, you know, they need a quality backup. They need a guy that they know knows the NFL and has played enough. Granted, it's Sam Darnold. Again, I don't want to sound like a broken record. I don't want to sound redundant. But, you know, nonetheless, I think Kyle feels as though he can, he, you know, he can work with this guy and get it done if it comes down to that. So I just think that, 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 Kyle, that uh, Trey Lance just – didn't get it done as quickly as, as as they hoped, and that window of opportunity right now for the 49ers, it's not it's not closed, but it's closing. It's closing, ladies and gentlemen. So if you look at all of the guys that they have around that quarterback position, and you look at those contracts, um, you know they're 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 getting up there. You know, right now they're in a position that they have to pay Bosa. Right now they're in a position of of negotiating with Bosa right now, and then other guys. And eventually, if Brock Purdy pans out and continues to play the way he played last year, eventually you're going to have to pay him. <laughs> so they understand that, and they just don't have time to wait. So that's why they did that. Uh, that's why they're moving on from him. And and I have no problem with that and ladies and gentlemen if you don't know like three years ago when they drafted Trey Lance I wanted that guy to be the guy and I said if they didn't draft Trey Lance I was going to break my TV I'm on record as saying that I came behind that but now unfortunately I'm like Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch he didn't do what we thought or hoped that he would be able to do so now we have to move on but but E you made a great transition because that's where I was going with next you mentioned Sam uh, uh, sorry, not Sam Howell um, Baker Mayfield in Tampa Bay uh, they named him quarterback QB1 over Kyle Trask. E, were you shocked by this or, or did you just thought, you know, if, if it would be one or the other or did you really think Kyle Trask uh, had the uh, the grasp on that QB1 position there? I, I wasn't really shocked because I watched game against Pittsburgh and I saw, um, you know, Trask out there, Mayfield out there. I wasn't overly impressed with either one of them, so I thought it was a coin flip. But I'm saying, like, they, um, they, they what, what round did they draft Kyle Trask in? Do you remember? Uh, I think it was a fifth round. Was it a fifth round pick? I can look that up real quick. Okay. If it wasn't mm-hmm. high, then that's okay. So I see why mm-hmm. they brought Baker in. So, no, I, I wasn't really shocked by it, but it just lets me know that, you know, Trash probably who um, who we so thought was he was. Pick. I mean, 
Yeah, we, we, he, he is who we thought, thought he was. Yeah, so it's a, I, yeah second, second round. Let me cut you off. Second round pick, 64th overall. So that's where he was at. Okay, so yeah. So they, they, they're thinking that he's our future. But when you got a guy who's your future, say like, for example, when Green Bay took Jordan Love, they had him sitting behind A.A. Ron. I don't know if you got you want your future sitting behind Baker Mayfield. I mean, that, that's not a good look. So when, right. when they named Baker Mayfield QB1, that lets me know Todd Bowles doesn't have any faith in Kyle Trask. That's why I'm saying I think Trey Lance can possibly go over there and start. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't argue with that. I did that. That was one of the teams that I thought of as well. But I just thought that, you know, with Trey Lance being there, Baker Mayfield being there, Kyle Trask being there, I don't know if he can be that one of those guys. I don't know if he, he'll get a legitimate chance to do that. But, uh, Drew, what, what say you, uh, you know, about uh, you know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers well, naming them, uh, him the quarterback? I think, well, I, I, I think uh, he just touched on part of it, uh, Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles is on a real short leash, um, I, I believe. Um, uh, you know, I, I think he's a great man. Former former coach at Morehouse College, but you know that's not here nor there. Uh, but I, I think uh, uh, Todd Bowles has got to make decision for his future, and his future uh, you got to go with experience uh, right now. You know, you got to go with the more experienced quarterback. I mean, Baker has been serviceable throughout his career. Uh, he's been you know a bit erratic at times, but um, you know I, I think you know you got to go when your career on the line as a head coach, you got to go with what uh, help you win today. And yeah. um, I, I don't think that you can be you can risk uh, being a, a young, not quite ready quarterback in there yet. Okay. Yeah, I, I totally agree, and that's what I you know mentioned you know earlier with Kyle Shanahan and the Trey Lance situation is that you know your opportunity is now. You know, a lot of NFL quarterbacks, I mean, core coaches can't wait. You know, you know, three four years for a quarterback to the to develop. Um, you know, you expect when you draft a guy to be ready, if not the first year, but at least by the second year. And if you always derailed by injuries, then, you know, you got to see yourself. Because, like you mentioned, uh, Trey Lance has been hurt for, you know, I mean, he only played a handful of games, uh, he, like he mentioned, in college. And when he starts to play games, he's getting hurt. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I think Baker Mayfield is the best, uh, is the best option to go with, um, even though Kyle Trash. Uh, was a high pick. I didn't realize he was that high of a pick at 64th overall, which is a second round pick. But um, we got Drew on the line. And, and, and got... Walsh, just, just one thing I'd like to say, just kind of going back a topic. Um, I think the 49ers are, you know, I wouldn't, I'm not all that sold on Brock Purdy. He had a good year, but uh, I need, need to see him back that up um, yeah. uh, for them to be uh, making all of these changes behind him, you know. You know, we've seen great rookie years and terrible, you know, the sophomore jinx and all of that. So yeah. uh, I need to see more before um, I'm uh, before I'm all in. No, no, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, but based, based off of that, you know, um, 
you look at his like he always said. You look at his movies. I mean, his movies were were pretty good. I mean, he went seven and one, uh, in that in that short period of time, and and he, he lost that one because he got hurt that fluke that that fluke injury. But I, I think you bank on that. You bank on your, the previous season, and if he can repeat that, and that's what you hope as you know as a quarterback. I mean, as a coach, you hope to repeat that. Fans hope you can repeat that. If he can repeat that, because he's shown signs that he can do it. If he can do it one year, why can't he do it another year? So that, and I think well, he's not going to catch anybody by surprise this year. People are going to know they're going to know his tendencies and all of that. So mm-hmm. uh, I think last year, people, you know, he was a rookie, so nobody knew what he what his tendencies were. And even over eight games, you you know, you don't necessarily know all of his tendencies. So uh, that that's the, the reason why I just wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't mortgage the team on him. So, uh, but. W- um, you know, clearly I'm not a 49ers fan, so perhaps no, it's, that's part it's all, of it. <laughs> it's all right. It, you know, it's all right because the fact of the matter is it's hard to say you got tendencies and, and uh, quarterback has a ten- tendencies in the 40, and, and Kyle Shanahan's offense because he makes everything look the same. There's so much motion going on. And, and I think that Seattle Seahawks would beg to differ where there's, you know, there's no film on him, you know, because they played him twice last year. They played him twice. They played him once in the regular season and that Thursday night game. And in, in Seattle, mind you, and then they played him in the first round of the playoffs in a wild card. So you know, and he he did exactly what he did the first game. So I think there's enough tape on him. I think there's enough video on him right now. But like you said, you know, we'll see. He didn't play the same. He's playing different teams. And being said, I do believe you. Uh, I do believe you're uh, you're a. Uh, um, I forget what fan you are again. I, I apologize. Amanda, you're a. Was that Washington Commanders? Oh, the Commanders. Okay, Commanders. Okay, yeah. So that's a, another great segue because your quarterback is on my list. Your quarterback is on my list for teams to talk about, and that's Sam Howell because the Commanders. E, I'll come to E first, and then I'll come to you, Drew. Um, save it to you because you're you're the fan. Um, but uh, Sam Howell has been named E the uh, the QB one there um, in the. Uh, in, in Washington, Eric Bieniemy is the new guy there over Joe, uh, Jacoby Brissett. Um, I saw Sam Howell. I, I wa- love watching Sam Howell. Keep, in, keep this in mind, ladies and gentlemen. I love watching Sam Howell when he was uh, at the University of North Carolina. I thought this guy would be an excellent pro. Um, and he looked every bit of the part uh, the other night um, when I was watching him in that preseason game. He just looked like he – was comfortable and doing everything. He looked natural. I didn't realize he was that tall, though. He, he looked very poised. Um, he felt the rush. He wasn't one of those quarterbacks when you look at him, they were looking at the rush. He felt the rush, and he was getting the ball downfield, got the ball down to McLaren. I don't know the situation with McLaren there. I know he went out with an injury there. I don't know what the update is there, but uh, we'll get uh, Drew's uh, thoughts and opinions on that and you know, update on that. But, E, what say you about the, the commanders naming Sam Howell, uh, QB1 there? <clears throat> I, I didn't really see that coming, but I don't mm-hmm. really trust quarterbacks that come from basketball schools. I know there are some <laughs> exceptions, but, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I, I really thought they were going to go with Jacoby Brissett, but I guess he is a little long in the tooth. And, you know, maybe, you know, because a couple of weeks ago we talked about how you got guys <laughs> complaining of how intense the enemy's practices are and mm-hmm. whatnot. 
maybe maybe Sam Howell, and I'm going to use, you know, bought into the culture. So maybe that's how he got the job. I, I, I don't know, but I was really shocked at that move, again, because I don't know much about Sam Howell. And, again, he, he, he's, for, he's from a basketball school, so we're we going to have to see. He's going to have to do some show me. Right. Good stuff. But, Drew, what, what say you about your Washington Commanders? I mean, uh, you know, hey, it, we've been down for a long time. So, um, you know, I, I think that uh, with the change of ownership, um, uh, bringing uh, uh, Eric Bienme in, I think uh, the team is, is heading in the right direction. I think that um, uh, uh, Sam Howe is, is about as good as anybody. I think Jacoby Brissett is, is a great Backup, and I mean he's been a career backup. He's been solid in that role, and um, you know uh, Washington is on the cusp of being good. So uh, you know we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But they, you know, they need to keep everybody healthy, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. You know, if we, we get that whole uh, defensive line in there, there's nobody going to be able to uh, mess with Washington if they can keep everybody on that D line healthy. Now, yeah, how do you feel I, yeah, about them not buddy. picking up the fifth-year option for your boy, um, um, what's his name? Uh, Chase Young, yeah. How do you feel about them not picking up his fifth-year option? I mean, he, he's got to stay healthy, too. I mean, he's got to stay healthy because, uh, I mean, he, he, he'll get his money if he can stay healthy this year because, I mean, he, he's a dominant player, and uh, but they need him on the field. Gotcha. Right. So with that being said, I, I want to ask you about your commanders as a whole. I know I asked you about Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett, but how do you see them finishing in the NFC East? I mean, are, are they are they bottom feeders, man, or are they are they contenders? Uh, how how do you see your commanders finishing in the uh, this season well, in the NFC East? As a Washington fan, I, I can never pick I can never pick uh, that team uh, down in Texas over us. So yeah. I think <laughs> the, the, the Eagles are the um, or would be the premier team in the NFC East. Uh, okay. And then, you know, I like, you know, I'm going to be a little biased. I, I like Washington, Dallas, and then the Giants. But uh, uh, if I probably took my heart out of it, I would probably put Dallas uh, second, Washington third, and the Giants um uh, in, in fourth place. But the NFC East will always be competitive. I think people will be yeah. knocking each other off, and uh, I can never root for the Cowboys. Okay. Hey, listen. I'm a 49er fan, so you know how we feel about the about the Cowboys as well. So I'm right along with you, and and the NFC, in my opinion, is by far the most passionate uh, for both the players and the fans up on the fan base as well. Uh, that 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 division is just um is just it's a great one to watch, man. And to hear all the banter. I know a lot of Philly fans that grew up and went to school in Philadelphia. I live here in New York, and Cowboy fans are just they just come out of woodwork, man. Like you know, like roaches when the lights come on, you know, they just scatter, they scatter everywhere, man. So, but I, I know very few uh, Commander fans, man. I know very few Commander fans, but um, we'll see how it plays out, man. And if they do well, man, we want to get you back on for sure. But get you back on nonetheless, uh, for sure. All right, well, we got our good buddy Ship holding on. So what we're gonna do here is. Let's grab our next break. When we come back, I'll bring you in, shit, man, and then we'll still we'll stay on the court of the QB talk here, man. Because uh, I do want to talk, I do want to talk some Pittsburgh Steelers, man. And Ship is a big time Steelers fan, and I want to talk to him. His, his forty nine, I mean his Cal his Steelers, 
And my 49ers are week one matchup, so I don't want to hear what kind of junk he has to, has to talk about. And, of course, I want to talk about A.A. A. Rod um, as well. He's starting this week against the, the Giants. Is that a good move or not? But we'll definitely dive into that for sure. Also, also okay, well, once you bring good. Chip in, too, get him to talk about Anthony Richardson. He hates Anthony Richardson. <laughs> I'll just leave it right there. Okay, <laughs> definitely got to do that because I'm an A.S.P. Richardson guy, man. All right, guys, I, I can't wait. All right, I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Sports Talk with K-Walk. And he's Scott. Never had it so good. Sports Radio. Be right back. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. Your skin isn't just skin. It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life. Which is why Dove Body Wash removes your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness. For instantly softer, smoother skin, you can lovingly embrace. Renew the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two dot com. And we are back. And again, you are tuning to Sports Talk with K Walk and E Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us uh, before the break, uh, we were talking uh, Sam Howe. We were talking um, uh, we were talking Trey Lance uh, as well, and we're talking Baker Mayfield. Um, we do have a good caller on here, Mr. Ship. It's been a long time since this uh, guy has called in, but I want to bring him in uh, because our next guy I want to talk about is Kenny Pickett. Man, Kenny Pickett is uh, QB1 there. In Pittsburgh, and if you know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a diehard 49er fan. We open up with Pittsburgh, and um, I can't wait to hear what he has to say uh, for sure. But so first, I want to let's open up his mic here. And um, Mr. Ship, man, long time, brother. Uh, how's everything going? And thanks for calling in. Hey, man, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, we got the 49ers up first. I, every time I see you schedule, the first person I think about is you, bro. Our first person hey, I think about is you. What's going so, on, Biggie? That's the Okay, well, you said it's been a long uh-huh. time. Ship, the ship called the show. I uh-huh. talk ship all the time with these takes. Uh-huh. I have to listen to it for hours on end. I said, Ship, <laughs> I need some of these on this show. 
he was like, yeah, I'm going to call in and listen, but I don't want to come on. And then, then, you know, the next day we have a two-hour conversation about everything uh-huh. that you and I said that was wrong. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's usually how this goes. So he listens. He might not always chime in, but he listens, and he lets me know. It's kind of like at the end of um, um, Around the Horn. No, PTI, when they do errors uh-huh. and omissions. Oh, yeah, uh, Chip called it. Yeah, he, he let me know where we were wrong, okay, well. Yeah. All <laughs> uh, right. Good. Good. First of all, I'm so glad football season is back. I mean, it's just like it's like a national holiday, whatever you want yeah, to call sir. it to me, man. It's mm-hmm. like it's like it's like the World Cup. It's like the, the presidential election. It's like I don't know, man. Every your your your, your fifth birthday, because you know you're gonna get a birthday party on your fifth birthday. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> But yeah, I was I was listening to you guys about Sam Howell. Um, I, I I I don't. This is where I am about Sam Howell. I don't think he is better than Jacoby Brissett. I mean, I'm like, okay. Um, Jacoby Brissett is he's a he's been a starter in this league. You know, he he started with uh, uh, Cleveland last year. He started with the Colts. He, he I think he did pretty much the whole season with the Colts mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't, I, and I talk to Big E about this all the time. I don't understand why he he can't get a starting starting job. He's not. He doesn't turn the ball over. He he uh-huh. he, he he wins. I mean, even when he played with the Patriots, he was a, he's a winner. Yeah. So why can't he get a starting job? So I mean, I know that's a whole other subject, but um, uh, it, it's it's my it's my segue into. Purdy and and Trey Lance. I don't know how we we put them two together, but it, it's okay. the same thing as far as I'm concerned. And 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 what it, what it is to me is who's gonna put in the study? Who's gonna who's gonna study the game film? Biggie, you know how I feel about the brothers, the brothers <laughs> at quarterback. They want to go to the. They can't wait to get off work. They can go to the strip club. Ain't getting ready to study nothing. Only person, only person that wants to do that is Jameis Winston, and for some reason he still want to throw to the other team. But I, I want to ask K. Walt. I want to ask yeah. K. Walt. Purdy or Trey Lance? I need to get this on record. Yeah, man, it's on record, buddy. For for you, man, it, it's pretty for me. It, it's pretty for me, and the reason why is that kind of like when I, you know, I explained earlier in the show is that Purdy, we've seen Purdy and what he's able to do. We've seen, you know, what he's, um, you know, able to get everyone involved, his mobility. Um, and, I, and I think what separates Purdy and, and Trey Lance is you've got to look at how much football both of them has played up until this point. You know, even before last year, Purdy played four years at, at Iowa State, Big Ten Conference. I mean, four years there, that's big-time ball, even though he didn't, you know, Iowa State, it's not a, a big time school, but it's a, he played big time ball. Whereas Trey Lance played, and I and I know I'm going to sound like, well, why didn't you say that last or a couple of years ago when you were begging for the 49ers to draft him? I, I thought that was irrelevant, but you, but you know, I, I thought that 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 held no weight there. But when you see, you know, the difference in their play. You, you have to factor that in is the amount of football that Brock Purdy has played as opposed to what Trey Lance has uh, played. It, it, it's, it, it makes a big difference, man. It really does make a difference on how much football you play when, before you get into the, into the NFL. Because the NFL, no matter how much talent or 
arm strength you have or how fast you can run, if you don't have it in between the years, man, it's just, it's just not going to matter. So that's why I'm going with Brock Purdy over, uh, you know, over trade, man. I, I just have to. And we've seen, and we've seen the numbers. We've seen the numbers. He went seven and one, man. He went seven and insert one. Anthony one, Richardson. Two play, okay. Insert, what is, insert Anthony Richardson. <laughs> What's between the ears? What's between the ears? I don't care how good you can run. I don't care. You just Biggie Hodge, I let it fall right into that trap. I hey, man, but listen, hey, but no, wait, but wait for it though. But wait for it though. Let's wait for that to play out. Trey Lance has played out. I mean, meaning his his career has played out up uh, up to this point. Up until this point, but unfortunately, he's gotten hurt. Now, with Anthony Richardson, man, you, you know, you put him in a situation, man, where he's got to carry the weight right now. It's going to be hard, especially if Jonathan Taylor's not going to be there. It's going to be it's going to be hard, man. But you know, Anthony Richardson has all the tools that, that Trey Lance has. You know, I agree. I, I get where you're going with that. But let it, let it play out first before we – because not everybody's going to fall into that. You know, there are exceptions to, to the rule, if you will. Right. Now, this is my this is my situation. Now, this is where – okay, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to let you have Anthony Richardson and all that other, you know, that stuff you just <laughs> said. But uh, what, what, what happened what, – how did he – Okay, I watched his first first preseason game. He looked mm-hmm. okay. I told Biggie he wasn't good, but he wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Now right. he did make one pass that you know was an exceptional pass. I, I, I you know, but he still he just looked like he didn't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? He just looked. Okay. I mean, and now he's a rookie. Don't get me wrong, he's a rookie. Right. But this is the problem that I have. This week they named him the starter, and he did mm-hmm. not play. Are you telling me he's this good? Because I just watched him the week before. Mm-hmm. Now this yeah. week he's the name the starter, and you telling me he doesn't have to play a preseason game? Like he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't need reps? Like we talk about Anthony Richardson, the dude who went six and seven last year at, mm-hmm. with, with the as the starting quarterback at the, with the Gators or whatever, and then the year I mean he's he, he he's not. He's, he hasn't been – he hasn't proven himself as a winning quarterback. And you give him the – you like, after week one, you make him the starter. Now, I'm not saying Gardner Minshew is a great quarterback, but Gardner Minshew can hold his own. And you give this guy, after one week, the the, the starting nod, and then you don't play him in the preseason? Yeah. I, I, I had to come on the show for this one because, Biggie, I need y'all to explain this one to me. <laughs> We are talking about. <laughs> you, want take, you want to take that with me? You want to take this first? Well, what I'm thinking, I don't think you have a choice. Go, oh, go ahead, Drew. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I don't think you have a choice. I mean, you drafted him that high, so you got to play him. And if you're going to play him the way that he plays, you don't want him taking hits in the preseason because you know he's going to tuck the ball and go at some point. You don't want him taking those hits. So have him just watch tape and, and just learn by watching other players and be ready to go week one. But you, you drafted him too early. You're, you're in, in desperate times. And I think Jonathan Taylor will be back to the Colts uh, here soon. Okay. So uh, I, I think he really didn't have a choice but to start him. What what I'm thinking, Ship, is, and I know you're not going to like this take, but what I'm thinking is, it's not about how good Anthony Richardson was. It's how bad 
the mustache is. Gardner Minshew. Yeah, yeah he yeah. never started in the league, and he didn't play with 35 teams, and they were 32 <laughs> in the league. He's terrible. So they're saying, okay, look. Okay, so let me, can I stop you one second? Because y'all do did say Uncle Drew is a Redskins, I mean a Commanders fan. Now, <laughs> let, me ask you, let me ask you. <laughs> yeah, let me ask you this. Yeah, the football team. So, so Drew, uh, do you agree that Gardner Minshew is that bad? Because I watched Gardner Minshew with the with the uh, the the football team, and he was not he he won games for you guys. He was like he he came out, and then when he and not only that, when he was with the Jaguars, he wasn't that bad either. But the, here's the thing: you, you invested all your your resources and, and, and first round pick with Richardson. And you're right, Gardner Minshew is a serviceable quarterback, and frankly, he could probably start for you all season long. But you know, you invested your resources in the first round pick. You got to play him because you know Gardner Minshew is actually good enough to where he might not come off the field. So you you gotta so you can't even risk starting him. Just save him as a backup and let him come on as a backup if needed. But right now you gotta go with the the, the rookie talent that you uh, drafted, whatever in the first ten picks, first five picks, whatever it was. Fourth, fourth, yeah. fourth, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree there, and I know, and I understand what you're saying uh, there, Ship. But you got to look at Gardner Minshew last year. Two the two games that Jalen Hurts was out, he um he just he dropped the ball, if you will, no pun intended. He I mean he he dropped the ball. I mean they they were what 14 and three last year, uh, I believe. Yeah, they lost the one game against the uh, uh, against the Commanders when Jalen Hurts was there, and I think they lost two. Uh, one was the Cowboys. I can't recall the other game that they lost, but when Minshew was there. He didn't give him a chance, you know, to win uh, to, to win the games. And I think that if Minshew can't lead that Eagles team that they had last year with that offense, then, you know, I think that's the reason why you, you bring him in there. You bring him in there, a quarterback like that, for an insurance policy. In case your guy goes down, he gets hurt, you know, you have a guy who is experienced. And, you know, you, you, you hope, you know, that he can, you know, tell Anthony Richardson what not to do as opposed to what to do. You know, listen to whatever I tell you, do the opposite, that type of situation. But, you know, we, we talked about, yeah, we talk about Trey Lance and his lack of the playing or, or his uh, minimum games that he's played. And I think that with a quarterback like that, I think a lot of people are going to see Anthony Richardson saying, because they could say the same thing about um, Anthony Richardson and saying about Trey Lance, he didn't play enough games. So get him in there early and get him, you know, the experience. If you gotta, you know, do a trial by fire, you know, throw him in the throw him in the pool and say sink or swim. You gotta do that, but you gotta get experience, man. You gotta gain experience, and you. A lot of people are saying, well, he's not gonna get experience. He's not gonna learn. A lot of people think that learning sitting behind a quarterback is the best way to go. And a lot of people think that throwing him in the fire is the best way to go. I think that, you know, Coach, uh, what's his name, Steichen um, from from the Colts feels as though we got to throw this guy in the fire. And like Drew said, you draft him at number four, you know, and your best guy to behind him is, is Gardner Minshew. You know, well, we have nothing to lose. We got a quarterback who right now who's young, who has a great arm, has great athleticism, let him learn, um, you know, on the job, if, if you will. And I think that's the best route to go there. And then ultimately he'll gain that experience and, and learn from his mistakes as long as, he's in that, as long as he's in that room watching his mistakes and learning from his mistakes as he goes, goes, on, goes on. He'll be just fine, to be honest with you. 
not 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 sitting on not sitting in preseason on the bench, not not playing a preseason game. You play one I preseason you, game. You go. You gotta you gotta get him some. I don't care if it's two series. You gotta give mm-hmm. him some reps. You gotta give him some reps um, to to at least see what what he. I mean, because he played. I, I mean, he played the first first you know uh, first yeah. game. He made. I think he played mm-hmm. maybe a quarter. He threw a pick or whatever. He didn't look great. Like I say, he didn't look bad, but he yeah. didn't look great. But like I say, you. I mean, you got starters playing NFL games. I mean, playing in the preseason. Yeah. And you got a rookie over here who's to me is suspect, and you sit him down yeah. on, the, on the bench. You know, in a preseason game. I mean, come on. I, I don't, yeah, no, I don't know I, about that. No, I'm going to agree with you, Andrew, on this one, on, on that argument there, because one, I do believe that if he's going to be a starter, you do put him in there. But at the same time, to Drew's point, is that you don't want to to throw him into the fire, you know, in a preseason game, because there are a lot of guys. He's going to be playing against a lot of guys out there who are trying to make the team, who are trying to get on that 53 man roster, and they may be doing things that you normally don't see these veteran guys do, and he may be wind up, you know, getting hit or you know rolled up on because the guy is trying. Trying to make that team, and I, and I and I get you know where the Colts are coming from in that aspect. I get both sides where you where you where you're coming from, Ship, and where Drew's coming from uh, as well. But I think we'll see him. I, I think we'll see him um, uh, this this uh, this week. I don't know who they play offhand, but I think we'll see. You know, maybe a, a half. You know, um, you know from him. I think that's the best route to go so. because. Yeah, so <laughs> but generally what happens is generally what happens is that um you know these starters go and and, and that that the last preseason game uh, at least they go a half um you know to get them you know ready for uh, uh for for week one, uh but ship I want to stay with you on this one ship and um because I, I got to talk we talked about we kind of touched on Trey Lance I mean we talked on the uh, the Steelers and the 49ers matchup give me your thoughts and opinions on this and then I'll come to E and then I'll come to you Drew but. Pittsburgh Steelers, 49ers, week one. How are you seeing this game played out? You can throw bias in there, you can, or you can throw it out the window however you want. You can talk trash, whatever you want to do. The floor is yours. What you say about that? Well, well, no, no, no. I, I mean, I'm going to be honest. The, San Francisco, the 49ers are a good team. I mean, they, they, they are a good team. And, you know, no matter what, Kenny Pickett is still a, you know, a project to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We haven't. He hasn't proved anything to me, you know, you know he threw more interceptions than touchdowns last year. Um, yeah, he did get better in the in the in the second half of the season or whatever. He looked he looks pretty decent in preseason. But with, with me in preseason, you know you preseason is preseason. You know you ain't yeah. showing everybody's not there. Everybody's not you know playing. You know in Buffalo played their starters last year. He I mean last week yeah. he looked really really good. He looked poised or whatever. But the 49ers is a whole different beast. You know what I mean? That defense is that defense is serious. It's it's about I'm 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 about I'm gonna take a shot at Biggie. It's about Florida. It's about how I am about Florida State and LSU. How however that game turns out, that's that's who has their you know that that game is gonna show what you really made of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you when you playing the still now we're at home, which which yeah. is a good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So y'all got to travel across. Across yep. the country, you know, to come for y'all first game of the season. I, I, and I do mm-hmm. think I mean, with me when I saw that, I was like, "Geez, they got a first game of the season. They going across um, yeah. the, uh, the country to play us." So, you know, that's I, I, I'm hoping that isn't we do have an edge when it comes to that. Um, yeah. I, 
we, we our offensive line is unproven, you know what I'm saying? And we still uh-huh. to me we don't look good in the preseason still, you know, you know, opening the run run lanes and you gotta be able to do that against the forty nine. You gotta be able to establish yeah. the run and, and, and Bosa or whatever is, you know, we 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 gonna have to concentrate on him and, and it's just it's just it, like I this, the deck is stacked against us. I'm I'm don't get me wrong, I'm still I'm still rooting for the oh, Steelers. Yeah, I, you know, I, I I'm thinking I'm thinking, you know, we we gonna win by four or whatever. That's my okay. that's my opinion. But but at okay. the same time, I need to see something. I need to see something better as far as run run blocking on when it comes to our offensive line. Pass the pass pass blocking looks unbelievable. Now on the defensive side of the ball or whatever, we 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 I think we are real real tough on the defensive. Yeah, side top of the ball. five top five defense. Right, sure. right. I, I think we are stacked on the defensive side of the ball. It, it just just depends on the scheme, you know. what I'm saying what what you know what they do. Um, you you gotta you gotta concentrate on Debo or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. I I just think we got we got four good edge rushers. You know what I'm saying if yeah. we could put some pressure on Purdy, you know, pressure that he's not used to. You know what I'm saying? Then I think I think that's where I think we win the game on the defensive side of the ball. Our offense still, you know, we still got the same offense and coordinator last year. We were like 30th mm-hmm. in, in scoring last year, like 31st in run. run. Um, you know, we was in the 30s in a lot of categories last year. So, And we still got the same <laughs> offense and coordinator. Explain that one to me. No. But, but we, our offense, our offense uh, you know, it, it depends on how much they're going to change up the offense. I mean, so far in the preseason, it looks like they're trying to go throw the ball down the field. A lot more, you know. We got Pickens. We got, you know, we have we have some yeah. pretty decent weapons. You know, I, I I'm I'm not sold on these this this offense yet. Um, and so so I I just think I I think it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be the first game of the season. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. we at home. So I'm hoping I'm hoping we can put it down. That's that's where I'm gonna go. Yeah, well said, brother. Well said. I, I can't agree with you more there, man. I agree with everything that you said there, you know, as far as that defense, that Steelers defense at home, first game of the season, it's going to be it's going to be live there, man. And they are just definitely a top five uh, defense, meaning the Steelers, and, of course, 49ers are top five defense as well. So it may come down to that, it, like you mentioned, it may come down to that, that uh, you know, it's going to be a defensive battle. First game of the season, we all know that, the offense, I mean, the defense is always ahead of the offense, you know, especially earlier, uh, early in the season. So it's going to, it's going to be a litmus test for both teams uh, for sure. You know, we're going to see, you know, you know, how Pickett can, you know, withstand that rush and Brock Purdy, vice versa. Um, you know, uh, George Pickens is, is a, is a heck of a talent, man. This dude is, is unreal. I know a lot of people are making a big deal out of uh, Kenny Pickett's hand size or lack thereof, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, can he hold on to the ball? Will he be able to hold on to the ball if, you know, if, you know, if he's hit uh, things of that nature, but we're going to see, man. It's going to be, uh, you know, I'm surprised it's not a uh, a, um, uh, a prime time game. It's a one o'clock game, Eastern Standard Time. So we're going to see. Um, my prediction, man. I'm just this. This my prediction is 49 is by one. I'll, I'll give it that, man. I can't can't go again. I'm about to say 49 is by one <laughs> in that one. But it's yeah. definitely going to be a good one. You got to call in, win or lose or draw, man. You call. I need oh to call yeah, in yeah, yeah. No doubt. No, no doubt. Week, no doubt, K. Wall, and I, I, you know, what, what you just said about, you know, yeah, the the defense or the, or the 49ers defense. Yeah, the 49ers defense is is something, like I said, something that we got to deal with. Not like I said, I'm not sold on our offense, and and and, and it's gonna be, 
it's gonna be hard to to yeah. to move the ball if we if we come out doing the same thing we did the the uh, previous two two years in a row. Yeah, for sure, man. Looking forward to a, a great one there. But e, uh, with all that being said, what, what's your thoughts and opinions on, on on this game and uh, and how you see this one playing out? Now, one thing Schiff said that I think that's a little different, how, you know, Florida State opens up against LSU. The loser of that game is pretty much out of contention as far as college football is concerned. I mean, they they can still get back, but it, it's a long way to go. Whereas in with the Pittsburgh and the 49ers game, the loser is still very much alive just because of the way the game is played. Now, I do right. give the edge to San Fran, but – Traveling across country to play a one o'clock game essentially is ten o'clock in the morning for them, yeah. and it's their first game of the season. Yeah, the NFL that 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 yeah they didn't do y'all no favors there. So that <laughs> is a game that Pittsburgh could win. I mean, just yeah. given you know that that kind of stuff, I do think San Fran's a better team. But yeah, I, I wouldn't count count them out. But both are going to be geeked up for the game. It'll be interesting, but if I was a betting man, depending on the line, I'd probably put my money on San Fran. All right, good stuff there. All right, Drew, what say you, before we get out, what say you about the you know, 49ers-Steelers uh, uh, game? Uh, and um, we we'll definitely want to talk about your commanders the first week. I'm going to look at their schedule, but what say you about the Steelers-49ers uh, on the line? <laughs> Hey, I, I, my my favorite coach in all the sports is Mike Tomlin. So, um, yeah. I, I'm I'm always gonna ride with the Steelers. I, I know they got you know they got some quarterback situations, but uh, uh, I think Mike Tomlin's a great coach, a great motivator, and you know a healthy Steeler defense. You know, uh, we'll see what Brock Purdy's all about. Yeah, for sure, man. Like I said, it's a litmus test for both teams and both quarterbacks, for sure. I'm a Mike Tomlin guy as well, but as a diehard 49er fan, somebody will know the only time I'm going to go against Mike Tomlin, to be honest with you. But um, staying with you, Drew, here, man, your commanders open up with the uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals, uh, they, they they don't look good on paper, man. You know, Kyle, Kyle Murray, Kyle Murray, excuse me, is out with that injury, still recovering from that knee injury. Uh, he suffered midway through the uh, last season. No DeAndre Hopkins. J.J. Watt is uh, is uh, retired. Um, Zach Hurt, Ertz, I should say, is is coming back off of a knee injury, but he's old as you know, he's old as dirt. On top of that, but um, how do you see your commanders uh, faring uh, week one? One and zero. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. That, that, that's a, that's short and sweet. Short and sweet. Yeah, one and right to the point. And I agree. I concur, and uh, and I hope it happens. You know, as a Forty Nine er fan, there in our division, meeting the Cardinals. But I agree. I concur. I, I just think this defense of the of the Commanders is one of the defenses that a lot of people aren't talking about. But I, I definitely think they they get it done as well. All right, um, we at here on time. All right, let's do this. Let's uh, let's grab a, a quick break here. When we come back, I want to uh, get into our segments here, and then we'll we'll turn it over to E Scott uh, for his entertainment segment uh, for sure. Uh, all right, so let me just take a look here. All right, cool. We're good to go. All right, so um, again, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning to Sports Talk with K Walk and E Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We'll be right back. What's up, guys? This is Kenny B. Winning from Gobo, Go Black Owned on Facebook and Instagram. You are listening to Sports Talk with my dudes, K Walker, 
Eric Scott, and they'll be right back. Hey, South Carolina. Greetings from music recording artist Marcus Allen. Our accountants at Javis Tax Service won the state's best tax office in the state. They're open year-round to serve you from Columbia's only drive through office. Give them a call, 803-419-1001. That's 803-419-1001. Does it appear the long arm of the law is working against you instead of for you? Whom do you call when the boys in blue are pursuing you? When the wrong person behind bars may end up being you. With over 40 years combined legal expertise, Anderson and Welch bring to bear a smart, sound, sensible defense of those caught in what may be the unrelenting grip of the legal system. Turn to Anderson and Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. That's Anderson & Welch Law Firm online at andersonandwelch.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to Sports Talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, before the break, ladies and gentlemen, we were talking uh, We were talking Steelers, 49ers, uh, Kenny Pickett, uh, giving our thoughts and opinions, also talking some commanders uh, as well. I know our good buddy Drew had to, uh, had to leave. But um, I know before the break I said we want to get into our segments, but I do want to talk about, the, um, about Aaron Rodgers and, and, the, and the New York Jets here. And, you know, New York, uh, the Aaron Rodgers, unless we've been living under a rock for the last, you know, few months, then, you know, he's with the Jets now. He hasn't played all preseason. They're a part of the hard knocks, all that good stuff. They're playing uh, their cross-town rivals, if you will, the New York Giants this year. I mean, this weekend, excuse me. And Aaron Rodgers is actually going to suit up. He's going to play. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of you know, speculation that these guys are going to make a, uh, a big-time run at the, uh, at the Super Bowl. Uh, a lot of people are saying that you know, they're, they're the Super Bowl contenders. A lot of people are saying they're not even the best in their division or they're the, the best in their division. Aaron Rodgers um, is going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to be able to get it done at the, at the end. But, E, I want to ask you about the uh, about Aaron Rodgers, and, of course, I'll come to you, Ship, as well, is that um, how do you feel about Aaron Rodgers first playing in this game? I mean, this is, this is something that um, that – the, the uh, is this for the, the fan base because it's Jets Giants and they want to pack the house. Uh, how, how do you feel about the situation? Oh, for sure. Yeah, you you play Aaron in this particular game because it is against you know it's not really your rival because you're in different right. divisions, but you want to capitalize and monetize everything you can and everything that he you know brings to New York. So yeah, you put him out there for at least you know two, three series or whatever, not over the plan because you don't want to risk him to get hurt because I'm going to go on record on the front end and say he's a difference maker for the Jets. Now, Ship and I have had this conversation, which I'm sure he's going to expand on, where neither Aaron or Dalvin Cook make a difference. He said the Jets were terrible last year. They're going to be terrible this year because they nothing changed. But, again, I'll allow him to expand upon his take. All right, with that being said, Ship, take it away, brother. What's your thoughts? I think he might be on mute. 
Chip, if you're talking, we can't hear you. Yeah, yeah, you might be on mute. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, you're good now. There you go. Okay. So, so first of all, the Jets are the Jets. I, you, I don't care. Aaron Rodgers is 2,231 years old. You cannot tell me that Aaron Rodgers is just going to come and change. Aaron Rodgers, do y'all know how many Super Bowls Aaron Rodgers has been to? One. One. He won it. He mm-hmm. beat my team. Mm-hmm. He has not mm-hmm. been back since. He has mm-hmm. not been back since. So my, my my thing is, how does the Jets go from, and me and Biggie had this conversation, I looked it up. How do they go from last in their division to going to the Super Bowl be, just because they got Aaron Rodgers? First, they were 7-10 and 10 last year. 7-10 and 10 last year. I need to say that one more time. 7-10 and 10 last year. They're in a division with the Buffalo Bills, the up-and-coming Miami Dolphins. Who knows what the Patriots might do? We, we, you, you just never know. You know what I'm saying? And you're telling me that the New York Jets, and I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm just listening to this all summer. Like they are the team to beat. I'm like, wait, 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 oh, wait a minute. Okay, then Big E says, "Whoa, they got Dalvin Cook." Oh, okay. Um, you get ready. Dalvin Cook is my boy. I love Dalvin Cook, but the, the Vikings let him go for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, is he going to be able to hold the whole season? You know what I'm saying? Um. I'm going to say this one more time. They were 7 and 10 last year. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't get I don't I don't I don't get all the hype about the Jets. Um we'll we'll see what Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Rodgers does or whatever. Can 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 you give me three receivers that the Jets have that you I mean just roll off your tongue. Yeah, Garrett Wilson. Uh, Alan Lazard and uh, and Randall Cobb. <laughs> that's that's the three that I have. Just those are the greatest wide receivers that I've ever heard of. Those are the ones that we are getting ready to take the Jets from seventeen to the Super Bowl. Biggie, Biggie, and his media boys have hyped them up. You might as well just sign up the trophy and just give it to them. Because, because, because they got Aaron Rodgers and Dalvin Cook on the team, uh, and who is it? Sauce, Sauce Gardner. Sauce yeah. Gardner, yeah, Sauce Gardner. Yeah. Sauce Gardner. those legit, three man. right there alone are gonna take the New York Jets from seven and ten to to getting rid of Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Uh, who else we got over here? Then you, got, uh, you got Joe you know, Burrow, Joe, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, he just, Lamar, he just get ready to come over here and just move them out the way. Move over, <laughs> you for is a new sheriff in town, and he is how old I said before, two thousand two hundred thirty-seven years old, and he get ready to come <laughs> and take the Jets to the Super Bowl. Uh, I have said enough, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's like my man from uh, Coming to America. Every time he tells you his age, it goes up. <laughs> but you know what, Chef? I, I, I'm in agreement with you, man. I mean, they do have some legitimate guys on paper. I mean, uh, Gardner Will. I mean, uh, Garrett Wilson is a legitimate receiver. I mean, he he's, he is. But Randall Cobb is, you know, would you say 200? How old was uh, 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 Aaron Rodgers? 
He's about a year he, younger than Aaron Rodgers, or a year older than Aaron Rodgers. He's a little longer than yeah. two. Yeah. And then you got Alan Lazard, who came over from the Packers, you know, as well. So there's, uh, you know, some familiarity there with, you know, with him. But like you said, there, there's nothing to write home to mom about. I mean, Garrett Wilson is legit. I mean, he, he is a legitimate receiver. He's one of the big-time receivers. But, you know, if you double him, you know, you got, you know, who do you go to those other guys? But I agree with you there, man. I definitely agree with you there. And I still think that regardless of what they brought in, Aaron Rodgers, Dalvin Cook, um, you know, some other guys, like Quentin Williams, the, the, the young tackle there, for sure, is a guy that you, um, you know, you, you, you have to be weary of. But I, I just think at the end of the day, they're still the Jets, in my opinion. They're still going to be the Jets. They're going to find a way to be the Jets. And then what does that mean? Maybe they'll teeter on a playoff, a playoff game. They'll get into the playoffs. But I'm agreeing with you here, shit, man. I, I do, I do believe that with all the hype around them, I don't think they could, I don't think they're going to live up to the hype right now. They're in the honeymoon stage with Aaron Rodgers, and I think once they, if they get a taste of, uh, you know, of losing, and their and their record, I mean, their record, their schedule, uh, their schedule is not a favorable one in the beginning. You know, if you look at their uh, their schedule, uh, they start off with the, uh, you know, who they start off, they start off with the Bills. Um, then they have the Cowboys. Uh, they do come back with the Patriots, a very winnable game for them there. Then they have the Chiefs and the Broncos. So they can re- really, you know, be at one point, be one in, one in three, one in four, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. So, yeah, I, we're going to see. We're going to take it week by week, of course, um, you know, but right now, Based off of what you said, Ship, and based off of, you know, what they did last year, 10 and 7, I mean, uh, or 7 and 10, I'm sorry, 7 and 10, uh, that's a big change. That's a big turnaround, especially with the competitive of AFC East, uh, for sure. Uh, so I'm right on with you there, the, uh, Ship, uh, for sure. Wanted to get um, E's thoughts, but E looks like E jumped off or, you know, got disconnected. But nonetheless, we'll, we'll, we'll stay on the topic. Let, let me ask you about this. Uh, E's back. Let's, let's, bring his, let's open up his mic here. All right, E, um, your thoughts and opinions, on, you know, on, on the Jets, brother? Well, I, I do agree with one thing you should have said. The Jets going to jet. I mean, you know, we, we named some of the people that they brought in, which will help them. But one of the glaring problems they have is that O-line. Even because yeah. the reports out of camp, I don't watch Hard Knocks, but I, you know, read about it and stuff. The reports out of camp is Robert Sala had to have a separate meeting with the offensive lineman because yeah. they stunk it up in practice. And if you stink it up in practice against a defense that's not going full speed, you're in a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> and Ship Ship and I had that conversation, so, you know, I do agree there. I don't think that A.A. Ron and Dalvin Cook is going to um, elevate them to Super Bowl level. I don't even think Dalvin Cook necessarily makes them better. He doesn't make them worse, but I'm not sure he makes them better. A.A. Ron does make them better, but that just means probably from 7 and 10 to like 9 and 8. And you got you guys named a bunch of the quarterbacks that are in the AFC. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Rodgers. I don't think he's going to be able to compete necessarily with all of them because of his advanced age. But the biggest glaring problem I got over there is that offensive line. Because, if, like I said, if your head coach got to pull the offensive line to the side in camp for the defense not even going full speed, hey, right. uh, it's, it's going to be a long 17 games. 
Yeah, and, and, and I, I agree, definitely agree with you there. And I failed to mention that in, you know, in, in, in my thoughts and opinions is the offensive line, which is everyone knows that if the offensive line goes, the team goes. I mean, if you can't, you know, you can have all these superstars around. You can have the Dalvin Cooks, the Garrett Wilsons, the Aaron Rodgers. But if you don't have anyone protecting them, man, that's null and void. And, you know, even though you do have a really good defense, um, uh, uh, you know, for sure, then what's going to happen is they're going to constantly be on that on that field. And what is that ultimately going to do? That's ultimately going to tire them out, and they're just going to get frustrated with the offense and their, and their play or lack thereof, and then they're just going to allow plays, I mean, uh, you know, allow big plays and allow scores because they're tired or mentally tired or physically tired because the offense, they're not getting any help from the offense or from, from the special teams. But I, I agree there, man. I agree. It's a huge ship's turn. The Jet is going. To, the Jets are going to Jet. I like that one, man. But yeah, I always say the Jets are going to, to be the Jets, and I, I can't see it any other way, man. And I just can't. I'm not, I'm not saying I can't wait. I want to see, you know, when they because they again, as I mentioned, the schedule, the first four games. I'll go for their first four games. They have the Bills, they have the Cowboys, they have the Patriots, and they have the Chiefs. I can see them being one and four. And if they go one and four, this uh, this media right now, the New York media, is going to eat them alive. And right exactly. now, when you see Aaron Aaron Rodgers, you see Aaron Rodgers. It's all sunshine and rainbows right now. You know he hasn't had to yell anybody or curse anybody out. But we know that's all because everything is going good right now. They're in that honeymoon stage, if you will. And as soon as it gets bad, if it gets bad, not wishing it on them by any stretch of imagination, ladies and gentlemen, but it, it, everyone's going to go through that stretch. You, if you lose one game or if you lose a game a certain way or Aaron Rodgers throws the ball a certain way, he's going to hear it from the media. Yeah. He's going to hear it from the, from the fans. And how is he going to respond to that? And will that trickle and, down and to the rest of the team? Green Bay Packer media is, the Green Bay Packer media is nothing like the New York media. Not, he, they, the like new that. New York media will have him scared to show up to practice. So, <laughs> and, you know, he, he's real cocky, he's real arrogant or whatever, and, you know, they pretty much, you know, coddled him over there in, in, in Green Bay. They're not going to do that in New York. They're going to give him the business or whatever, and he has he, he either produces or, yeah, they're going to run him out of town. Sure. <laughs> Will you? When you live in Kenosha, Wisconsin, or Green Bay, Wisconsin, <laughs> you know the local beat writer. He probably, yeah. had, he probably got dinner at your house two, three times a week. But when you <laughs> get to New York, whew, you're going to have dudes yeah. writing stories about you that you can't even get mm-hmm. in contact with. They can get yeah. you, but you can't get them. And, then you, and, and like you say, you go out there and stick it up, you the lead story on Sports Center. I mean, yes, the lead yes. story, first front right. center. So yeah, you yeah. you you write about the media because the media that hey if, if they can be your friend or they can not be your friend. He's about right. to to the run into the not being your friend side. Yeah, and those yeah, first and, four games, the first four games that yeah. K. Walt was talking about, well, it, it's gonna have him on on, on enemy territory real quick. So you <laughs> yeah. better come through. Yes. And who is yeah. he gonna run to to, to to vent? Who's this guy that he always vents to? Pat McAfee. Hey, he always runs the Pat McAfee. His guy, man, no shirt having, no no shirt wearing guy. You know, he that's yeah. his comfort zone. When he wants to talk stuff, he talks stuff. But hey, listen, 
People watch Pat McAfee. New York fans watch Pat McAfee. So you got to be careful yeah. what you say around these guys because these fans, I'm telling you right now, I'm not a Jets fan, I'm not a Giants fan, but I'm in this I'm in this area and I see how they can eat you up and spit you out, man. Uh, oh, yeah, and, they, and they 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 will do it. And I've seen and I've seen certain guys like Aaron Ro- uh, Aaron, uh, like uh, Alex Rodriguez, some of the big names that came through here that have come through oh, yeah. here, New York media, they can't they fold they fold their tents. Remember Randy Johnson exactly. who came you know came from who big time guy he couldn't handle it. one guy was walking down the street asking him he's ready to fight him. Certain yeah. guys aren't built for this. Certain guys aren't built for this, man. And I want to see what Aaron Rodgers is like when, when you know, when the you know what hits the fan because it's going to happen at one point. At, at he's one not point, gonna be, he's not going to be able to handle it. He, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm guaranteeing that he's not going. He, I, I won't say he's going to snap, but at some point, you gonna know he's fed up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I. And, and 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 my my honest opinion, I I just think that you know with the, with with all this hype that they they've got, they you know I at some I mean even you're human, you're gonna believe in yeah. this stuff. You're yeah. hard knock, like Biggie mm-hmm. said, you know you're doing this, you're doing that. But one thing you cannot you cannot change, and that is if you go out there and stink it up, the New York media will have your head. And I'm telling yeah, you. Man. Just by no, watching Aaron, Aaron Rodgers over the past few years or whatever, he you know he's he he's just he's too full of himself to think that because yeah. he, he's gonna look down. Who are you to talk to me, Aaron Rodgers, like that? You know what I'm saying? And, hey, and that's what shit. I'm thinking it's gonna go into. Shit, here's how it's gonna go. They gonna tear him up on get up, and he gonna be like, "Oh, get up, come on early." Ain't nobody watch that. <laughs> then, then, then they gonna roast him on first take. Well, it's still a little yeah. early. Maybe didn't nobody see that. And then the next three sports centers in a row, yeah. he gonna be the lead yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, that, he, that, not, he, that, gonna wanna, gonna he gonna want to go back to Kenosha. Not even those. Not even those media. I mean, there are there are TV shows here or radio shows here that are big time. You know, uh, throughout right. the, uh, the world, yeah. like Michael K. Michael K. Yeah. is a big time. He has a show, Michael K. Show, that goes from like three to seven when guys are you know you know in traffic, you know, um, you know on the way to work, or you got the fan in the morning. When guy, when people yeah. are on their way to work or on their way home, whatever the case may be, there are big time glomments uh, of um, media shows here, whether it be TV or radio, that he kind of, he goes on every he he goes on. I think once. I forget what day it is. I think it's a, I think it's a Monday or a Tuesday that he comes on a show, and they give it to him, and they they pull no punches, they hold no punches. It's like you know what happened here. Why didn't you hit him on this route? What happened there? Why didn't the yeah. defensive guy do this or what have you? And it's and and it's going to it's going to happen. I'm not saying they're going to have a, a a total bust season, but they're going to have a game somewhere in those four games where they're going to see like okay, well. All right, maybe their team is not who we thought they would be. So it'll be one of those four teams, one of those four four, four games. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, I'm like, ship. I guarantee it. They're going to lose one of those four four games, and that's when it's going to come down. That's when we're going to see the real Aaron Rodgers and that honeymoon. Well, how soon that honeymoon is going to be over? Hey, listen, we got our good buddy ship. Here. I mean, uh, excuse me, our good buddy, um, uh, our good buddy Special K holding on, brother. Um, I know you've been holding on for a minute. I want to get you in and get your thoughts and opinions. On real quick on on the Jets 
and and your Buccaneers um, as well, and then we'll get into East Scott's uh, entertainment segment. But uh, first and foremost, thank you for joining us, and how are you doing this evening, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. Hey, what up, I'm How's everybody? I'm good. Cool in the fan. Right on. So <laughs> I'm 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 gonna make it quick, man. I see what time it is. Um, as far as the Jets go, I I don't think in the first four games they gonna you know he gonna um, overheat so to speak. Cause, I mean, remember, he coined the the phrase relax, R-E-L-A-X. You know what I'm saying? That was after, <laughs> what, four or five games. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't no. think he's going to crash there. But they will crash at some point. You know what I mean? I agree with that. Um, because I don't, I don't think it's going to be what everybody thinks. And I think I think he's going to get exposed. You know what I'm saying? Because the team was good without him. You know, if you ask me, yeah. I mean, they, they wasn't on the winning side. But, you know what I mean? It wasn't no slouch team. It wasn't no – no easy out. So I think at some point he'll get exposed and, and, and that whole situation going to explode. Now, as far as my buck goes, oh, Jesus. Um, make him make feel okay? Really? Hey, yeah, man. Hey, 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 man. Hey, why you had to say that, man? Hey. <laughs> you know, we were talking geez. about it earlier. Come on, man. Show, man. So we got to get He make good commercials. Man, listen, man. I don't know what we thinking, man. I mean, look, maybe they seeing something in practice that ain't been talked about. Because, I mean, from what I'm seeing, trash is, is, is the man. You know what I mean? Out of what we got. Let me say that. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, but, but you know, they may make it in the play. But what, a, a half a quarter <laughs> in the preseason? And um, they've named him the starter. So, um. Hopefully it's going to be, you know, with Todd Bowles out here, man, hopefully it's going to be game management type deal and we're going to let the defense run, rule things, you know, because uh, the defense, like I said last week, defense is strong, everybody's healthy. So we should be we should be holding some people down. So hopefully it's game management and, and we're going to run the ball down people's throat, hopefully. Because um, I'm not confident in Baker. Last thing I'm going to say on that is uh, they gave a stat. Y'all probably spoke about it earlier, but I saw a stat today. He's going to be the first quarterback to start for four different teams in less than two years. Oh, my. No, we, no, we did not speak on that. That's, that's, wow. Did you know? That's a did you know, for sure. I, I don't know if that's an endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to look at that one. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's my point. That's my point. So, you know. All right. So let, let me hey, give can you a position first. Okay. Well, the man who – my barbecue man is a, a season ticket holder for the Tampa Bay Bucks. He's so frustrated with them. He said he is going. He going to sell his season tickets half price. He said he's not going to see a Tampa Bay game at all. He said wow. I'm. He said I'm willing to give my tickets half. He tried to sell them to me. I I I almost didn't buy no real. But, but yeah, man. I I I I, I do I do I, I am surprised at how the Bucks handled the quarterback situation. Um, they, I mean, you got to do better. I mean, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, right now, at this point is, it's, it's just he's I, what we call the field goal man. You know the field goal man. You know what they always say when when the man come out for a field goal, 
we settled. They settled for a field goal. That's what they. That's what they can, see, they can make you feel. They can make feel is now. We, we'll settle for him. And when you settle for uh, somebody in the NFL, that means you ain't trying because you could have. I, in my opinion, you could. There, there, there was quarterbacks out. And, and this was, and, and Biggie, I don't know if you remember me putting this out there. This was, but this is when uh, Lamar Jackson was going. Where he was, this was in the middle of the season of last season. I said, I'm gonna tell you right now, Tom Brady is done next year. Lamar Jackson is very, very unhappy. Tampa Bay, you better go try to put your hat, your your, your money in to try to get Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson would have loved to come here. This is this Florida. Florida's his home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They put in no effort when you knew Tom Brady was done. Mm-hmm. All right, good stuff there, guys. Good stuff there. All right, so um, we're we're up against the clock. So let's um let's get into E Scott's entertainment segment here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you don't know, if you if you're a long time listener, you know. If you don't know, stay on your toes. All right, we'll be right back. It's sports talk with Kate Walker and E Scott. Never had it so good. Sports radio. Uh, <laughs> how you do that, death? How you do that, death? New Orleans, Baton Rouge. How you do that, death? Let me hear the So I'm going to get right on into it. I got a good one for you guys tonight. New faces in new places. All NFL. I'm going to give you a guy. I'm actually going to give you the new team he plays for. I need you to give me his jersey. I need you to give me his jersey number. I got 21 of them on the board. K-Walk, we're going to start with you. Remember, right. these are guys that are not they're, – they're, they're, they might not necessarily be their first year with the team, but this is not the team you're accustomed to seeing them with. Okay, gotcha. Give me number one. Number one, Kayla Heineke. He, he plays for the Atlanta Falcons. What number is Heineke wearing with the Falcons? Oh, man. Um, I just saw him the other day. What was he playing for? I mean, playing uh, – what number was that – no, that's not. Uh, was it? No, that's that's Paul Pitts. Was it four? Four. Number four. Final answer. Final answer? That is correct. Yeah. Tyler Heineke is wearing number four. Chip, we on you. We got two through 21. 17. I'm bad at these numbers. I'm, I'm letting you know real bad at <laughs> number, Oh, this is a good one for you, Chip. Gardner Minshew. The mustache, the mustache, the mustache is with the Colts this year. What year is the Colts? What year? What number is going to miss you wearing? Oh man, I just watched him too this week. I'm, yeah, right. I want to say, I, I just, I want to say number nine. I, I, I'm gonna say number nine or number ten. Um, uh, I'm gonna say number ten. Let me go with number ten. I think that's what I was talking about. Nine, eight, ten. Final, final answer. Final answer. Ten is correct. The mustache is oh, nice. number ten. That is correct. Special nice. K, give me a number. Yeah. Thirteen. Uh, number thirteen. With the San Francisco 49ers, Sam oh. Donald. What number <laughs> is Sam Donald wearing? Uh, 
Man, I don't even know, man. I'm, I'm just throw something out there. I'm going to go with uh, 14. Ah. Final answer? <laughs> Final answer. That is correct. That is correct. Can't walk. We'll be back to you. All right. Oh, new sorry. faces what, what in new places. What number does ship take? I, I missed it. 17. 17, okay. All right, my bad. Go ahead. Um, Give me number uh 21. Number 21, Khalil Mack. What number is Khalil Mack wearing? San Diego, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. What number is yeah. Khalil Mack wearing? 52, 52, final answer. That is correct. Number 52. Ship, new faces in new faces. Ship. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, give me a number. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, um, 11. Number 11, Jimmy G. That would be Jimmy Garofalo with the Raiders. What number is Jimmy G wearing with the Raiders? I'm going to say number 10. <laughs> Final answer? Uh, yeah, I think. Um, yeah. 10 is, 10 is correct. Okay. okay. Yo, let me get uh twelve. Twelve. Number twelve with the Buffalo Bills, Latavius Murray. What number mm. is Latavius Ooh. wearing with the Bills? New faces, new places. Murray, oh, Murray, Murray thirty some. Oh. Um. I just watched him. I don't even remember him. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with. Oh, I'm gonna go with twenty twenty-seven. Rolls over to incorrect. Rolls over to you, K. Walk. Do you know what number Latavius mm. is wearing? Uh, I I'm not sure what number he wears with the Bills. I, um, I didn't even see him play. I'm gonna go to the number last number I seen him wear with the Saints. Uh, I think it was twenty-eight. Final answer. So twenty-eight. Twenty twenty-eight is the correct answer with the oh, Bills. Wow. Uh, K-Walk, where are you? All right, give me number 20. <clears throat> number 20, D-Hop with the Tennessee Titans. DeAndre Hopkins, what number is D-Hop wearing with the Titans? New faces, new places. And then they have the same number, 10. I'm going to go 10, final answer. 10 is the correct answer. Okay. Chip, we on you. Give me yep. a number. Five. <laughs> number five. Still in the league. <laughs> Chip, me, you just talked about this dude. Still in the league, Matt Barkley. Matt Barkley is now with the <laughs> Buffalo Bills. Been in the league 112 years. When, when, I, no, saw him, when <laughs> I saw him a couple weeks ago, I had to call Biggie. I was like, this dude is still in the league. How could that be? <laughs> How could that be? What, what Josh, number do you have He's number five. <laughs> that is correct. Okay, well, I get a call from Ship. He's like, Biggie, did you know Matt Barkley was in the league? <laughs> I was like, I didn't know Matt Barkley was still alive. I was like, he's still in the league. Ship <laughs> <laughs> said, just said he out here balling. I mean, right yeah. there. I think it was like, I think it was like 14 or 15. It was like two, three touchdowns. 
threw two, three touchdowns. But then last week he, he came back to Matt Barkley. We, we picked him three times. That's okay. We owe you. Give me a number. 14. Number 14, Tyrod Taylor with the Giants oh. this year. What number is Tyrod wearing with the New York football Giants? The other day, um, um, I know it's single digits because yeah. I watched the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Five or two. That's good. Five or two. Good. Let me help you out. It's one of those you just said. Well, two is correct. It's (laughs) one of the ones you said. Yeah, I was going to say two. I I was narrowing down for you, but yeah, that that is the correct answer. Come on. I'm seeing five in my head, though. Nah, he's number two with the Giants, according to the staff. No, that's right. That's right. Uh, Give me number four. Number four. This dude, Ian Book. Ian Book is currently with the Philadelphia Eagles. What number is Ian Book or Trash Self wearing? We wasted his draft pick on that dude. Um, man, I don't know. I, saw him, I don't remember his number. I know he wore number 16 with the Saints. I'm just going to say he stuck with the same number. 16, final answer. Now, ship it rolls over to you, Ian Book in Philly. What number he out there? Um, I don't, I don't really know. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go with. I think I, I want to say fifteen. I could now, be wrong. So, so okay, it rolls over to you. Do you know what number Ian Book wear? Well, I was about to go with fifteen. So if it ain't that, I'm gonna go with twelve. <laughs> nah, nah, he he at number nineteen with um Philly. And he no, trashes on the Still got all three daily doubles out there. Uh, Ship, we on you. I'll tell you what's up. We got two, three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen, sixteen, eighteen, nineteen. You say seven? You say, you say yeah. okay, give yes. me nineteen. Seven. That's fine. Nineteen. Number nine, uh, let's see. Number nineteen. With the New York Jets, Dalvin oh. Cook. New faces, new places. What number they got Dalvin Cook out there in? Oh wow! Um, he didn't play yet. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. So I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just go with Minnesota and go with 33 again. Final answer? Yeah, that is correct. 33 is mm-hmm. what he's wearing with them. Special K. Yes, sir. Still got three daily doubles out there. Let me get 15. Number 15, Teddy Two Gloves. Kenny Bridgewater is now is now in is now a Detroit Lions. What number what number is Teddy Two Gloves wearing with the Detroit Lions? I'm, I'm giving you the five. I'm giving you the five right now. Five points right now. <laughs> um, I actually don't know, man. Um, what? So I'm, Come on, shit. Yeah, I'm. Okay. I'm, I'm no, Teddy yeah, ain't my a, guy. James my guy. But no, was, yeah, uh, but this was a big controversy. The number he picked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was. I missed yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah. gonna go with. I'm gonna go with five then. You, My name. You, 
K Walk, tell them what that means. Yeah, 50, 50, 5 0. Go on, man. Go on, on, man. Two gloves. Two gloves, I ain't wearing number 50, dog. 50, yeah, bro. Yeah, just two gloves and wearing number 50. Yeah. K Walk, give me a number. That's two gloves on the lot right now. Right, for sure. All right, give me number two. Number two, number two. With the Jets, new faces, new places. A.A. Ron Rogers. What number is uh, A.A. Ron wearing with the Jets? Number eight, final answer. Number eight is correct. Been number 12 for years, but now he's number eight. Ship, we got, we got a bunch of them out here, Ship. Yeah, daily double. Number three. Number three, daily double. Okay. All right. <laughs> Okay, well, okay, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Ship, you have 5, 10, 15, 20. Special K has 10. How many do you want to risk, Ship? Um, how many I got? You got 20. 20. Okay, risk all 20. Are you all oh. in. With the Cincinnati Bengals backing huh. up Joe Cool, Trevor oh, right. Simeon. What number they got oh, Trevor yeah. Simeon? What number they got Trevor Simeon out here in? I, now you know he went to he went to uh, Olympia High School over here in Orlando, so I know. Yeah, he went, to, he went to high school with my son. Yeah, oh, nice. number nineteen, number nineteen, he number nineteen. Always watching. That is, that is correct. Nice. Jeff takes a commanding lead. Just okay. We still got two data doubles out here. We get sixteen. Number number sixteen, <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky with the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. What number do they got Mitchell Trubisky out here in? Um, uh, same number, yeah. Final answer. Final answer. That is correct. Number ten is the correct answer. K Wop. All right, give me two, number. Got two daily doubles out here. Yeah, give me number eight. <clears throat> number eight, Calvin Ridley, who can't stop gambling. He's now with oh, Jacksonville. Man. What number Calvin Ridley wearing? Oh, new faces, man. new places. I don't want to give it away. Is this zero? Um, I think it's zero. Uh, zero, final answer. Zero is the correct answer. Ship, we back to you. Uh, Ship, we got six, seven, nine, ten, eighteen. Eighteen. Yes, Give me right. seven. Number seven, the aforementioned Baker Mayfield <laughs> with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> what number? What number they got Baker out here? In? Number six. <laughs> the same number he always wears. <laughs> <laughs> number six is the correct answer. Special K. Let me get 18. 18. 18. Daily double. Okay. Cool. My bad. Just okay, you got 15. You usually go all, all in. I figured as much. With the Pittsburgh Steelers, Patrick Peterson. What number Patrick Peterson wear? Oh. Man, how do you keep getting my boy? Oh. Number is he, man? I 
That is correct. 20, oh, wow. is the, 20 is the correct answer for Patrick Peterson. Okay, well, only got a couple left, and there's yeah, Danny Dumbo still out there. All right, man. Give me number 10. Uh, number 10, with the New Orleans Saints back in town, Jimmy Graham. What number is Jimmy Graham wearing? <laughs> um, five, six, seven, two, four, nine. That's his, uh, his inmate number, right? He got a different number right now. <laughs> number, um, I think he's he still rocking his number. Number 80, final answer. Yeah, that, that is correct. No offer. Anybody's number? So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Ship, we're on you. We got Chip, number yeah. six and number nine. Double two, you sure came up? Yes, let me get number nine. Number nine, daily double. Yeah. Let's see. K Walk has 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Ship, you have 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. Special K has 30. So it's a tight game. Yeah. How many you want to okay. risk, Give me uh, 30. Okay, for 30. New faces, new places. Adam Thielen is now a Carolina Panther. What number mm. is Adam wow. Thielen? I can't, Biggie, I can't, I can't, I can't hear you. It's all out with a bunch of noise. I can't hear oh. Adam Thielen is now a Carolina Panther. What number oh. is Adam Thielen wearing with the Panthers? I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with number nineteen. He always wears number nineteen. I'm gonna go with number nineteen. Final answer? Yep, final answer. That is the correct answer for thirty wow. big ones. Uh, last clue goes to <laughs> last clue goes to you, Special K. I'm gonna go ahead and give you the point. James Winston, <laughs> he's a New Orleans Saint. What number is famous James wearing? Uh, let me guess. Um, um, I don't know, man. That's uh, that's that's pretty tough. Uh, that's pretty tough, though, man. Uh, um, let me see. Is it two? Is it is it three? No, three three was in three was in Tampa. Is it one as a number one pick? Um, you know, two the other way five. Two, two was right the first time with the other dude, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with two. <laughs> that, that is the correct answer. Chip, welcome back to the show. Big win tonight. Yeah. Daily double foot you Fantastic. over the top. Uh, K Walk, if we run got me. some music, we can play run, some shit. Run me my music. <laughs> well, shit, we can't play. Uh, we can't play DJ Khaled no more. We can't play DJ Khaled no more. We got to cease and desist. So K Walk had to come over with yeah. some new music. Are you serious? Yes. 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 Spotify Spotify shut us down with that. Spotify hit us all with that. What's up? But I got some little stuff for you. Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something to show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that shit. Mm-hmm. That's that shit. So if you gon' do it, do it just like this. You 
Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I missed yes. that Kanye. <laughs> that, yes, right. yes. that Kanye there wasn't nothing to play with right there, man. Uh, good stuff, Chef. Um, good win. Uh, okay, well, I'll tell you we got about two minutes left. So you want to go ahead and take us on home? Get us out of here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good stuff. Great show tonight, fellas, for sure. Uh, Ship, thank you much for joining us. Special K, as always, thank you so much for joining us. Drew, shout out if you're listening, brother. Uh, thank you so much for uh, for joining us uh, uh, as well. Uh, wanna, as I always do, guys, I um, want to leave you guys with this. Uh, tonight I'll leave you with this. Um, if what you have done yesterday still looks big to you, you haven't done much today. All right. For E. Scott, I am K. Walk. For Sports Talk with K. Walk and E. Scott, I've never had it so good sports radio. God willing, we'll talk to you next week. about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier. About extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com.